0: This is fun, so fun. yes. So I'm just going to do a okay, quick cool. intro. Thank you to everybody joining us for the Arena, the first Ask Arena Live after show.
1: Uh-huh. What, what? This
0: is like big. And I have to thank Paul for this because I don't Absolutely. think otherwise I would have thought to do this. I always kind of inherently wanted to do it. Like, we. I feel like we've yeah. talked about this for years. right? We have.
2: I mean, you know, we live tweet a lot afterwards anyway. Uh, right. Like, me and Sarah. So I was like, why not go ahead and talk and share it? And maybe people can jump in and watch. Okay.
0: And, I think it's, it's a great after. idea. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, where do we go with this? I think, first off, I think it's cool to just hip everybody to like why us three right because it's like a random pairing so maybe paul you should start by talking a little bit about how you even got here because i think it's cool i mean you were just a you were just a an attendee of ask Arena live some years ago and look oh, at, yeah. look um, at us now look at look us, at
2: us now. now how it happened? <laughs> how it ended up here well, I'm a super creepy uh, stalker person, and I did I I think I slid the DS like low key, <laughs> and I was working at the time. I was working on a project, yeah. and um, and I wanted to get some feedback on whether or not it made sense to like try to monetize this software I was thinking about making, and so I reached out. And I was like, hey, you know, would you buy this? Because it was something with marketing and metrics or something Mm -hmm. like that. And we started talking in DMs. And I think you were at a conference in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could be there. And I was definitely in Alabama. I never
0: knew this. Yeah, I was was definitely – I
2: was in Huntsville. (laughs) I had actually – um just decided to be a full-time entrepreneur so i had just turned like my job offer down with the government like a week before i was at my friend's house staying in his room because i didn't have any place because my lisa just ended wow. and so i was like you know what i'm gonna go to atlanta and i'm just gonna tell her like yeah i'll be in the area and then i definitely got up that morning and <laughs> drove to a hotel you were at and I had like my last. I had. I didn't even have like any money for real. I spent like my last money paying for. Uh, this
1: story is the best. For, like the lot. I never knew this.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um. And then we just hit it off. And then after that, you know, I don't know. The rest is history. The
0: rest is history. I knew yeah. so. Like I knew none of this. That you were like broke. I. I, I knew no. none of this. <laughs> I also,
2: it's exclusive. It's the first it's, show, I
0: know, you right? really But weird. I like. So, I feel
1: after, like wow. after show yo. Yeah. Wow. Seriously,
0: because I was like, I mean, when he asked to come, and I was like, well, that's cool. So yeah, like totally come through. But then, like the introvert in me was like, this is kind of weird. I hope he doesn't try right. to kill me. But we're gonna meet <laughs> in the Starbucks, so I think yeah. I'm pretty safe.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah nah, definitely super safe super safe
0: yeah i was just
2: really excited to talk to somebody um because i was trying to figure out what marketing and, and stuff like that so it was really great and uh yeah and after that i was like she's gonna be my friend she just doesn't know it yet ah, see super crazy cool right? stuff <laughs> it's funny now but, if i said that at the be, meeting it would have been yeah super but that's cool.
1: how we make friends as adults like you kind of yeah. have to decide you know what I like this person's vibe. I'm gonna make them my friend. Like we were so, we were so willing to do that at like eight and nine years old, and now we grown people, and we yep. turn it into some kind of creepy thing. But for real, like that's that's how you make friends. You just gotta be like, yeah, I like this person's vibe, and I'm a you know lovingly stalk them and make them my friend. Like that's that's, that's the it. vibe. Yeah, that's it. I that's how We it. got cool, Sarah. I just found out, Sarah. It is. Stop. Yeah, just to <laughs> See how we to... didn't even know each other's names. We still, you know, talking to each other in Twitter handles. I was like, "Yo, what up, Blurred Like, we ain't really yeah. know, and then <laughs> just started having conversations again, yeah. just DM conversations and and comments. You actually
2: are on my favorite Ratchet TV, so I was like, "Oh, it's,
1: it's go a go match go go. made in heaven because she's the pop yeah, pop culture yeah.
0: queen of HR."
1: I'm, like, I I do what I do. I do what I do, yeah. I was watching um, Black Ink Crew before, I okay. on my DVR, before I logged in <laughs> to watch As I Read Alive. Yeah, I gotta keep, <laughs> got keep it ratchet, I have to. You gotta keep it ratchet and then you got and
0: we're talking about, you know, neurons and dendrites.
1: Neuron, neurological. You do both, Janine, you could do both. Black people are not a monolith. We, we You do yeah. all these Especially
0: things. Especially us nerds, yeah. they be trying to trip on us. Right. There's Look, there. I got Pokemon
2: Go on my phone right now. I'm just saying.
1: What is
0: that still a thing? They said it's dead. I heard
1: it's dead. I don't. My kids still play it from time to time. I don't think it's I as think popular it as it was. But yeah, they still they still get it on some Pokemon Go. When we go places, it's weird. It's like they'll open it up and be like, "Let me see, if I grab some Pokemon real quick." Yeah. And I'm like, really? Yeah. So I do. I do think okay. it's still a thing. I got ner. I got nerdy kids. You know that. So. Okay
2: they are. I, well, I have I have nerdy adult friends. And so I deleted Pokemon because my phone at the time was really bad. And then they kind of just peer pressure me into putting it. So I just put it back on like New Year or something. I just put it back on my phone because they're like really in it. They're like level 25, level 30. Like it's, it's real.
1: Gamers. Yeah. I love they're the gamers. Yeah.
0: So Sarah, I want you to kind of introduce how you and I've been rocking
1: forever. That's my sister. Forever, yo, forever. So we started our blogs within like six months of each other. And in typical fashion, people immediately told us not to like each other. Like, I remember that. Like, I remember people being like, oh, you got to watch out. You know, arena of HR is, is here now. And you know, like this is only room for, for exactly. one of us, so now, like, Nikki and Cardi, we Nikki have to and have, we can't have, yeah, we gotta have a Hamilton style duel to the death. <laughs> we're like, no, so we were like, forget that, we're gonna be friends. And I I think we scheduled a call that was only supposed to be for 30 minutes, ended up on the phone, both of us at work. For at least the hour, if not more, Y'all yeah, sure and terrible. Losing <laughs> so company, ass like you, the company shady shit co- and terrible. We don't work at neither one of those. That's places. what I was gonna say. And both, and both of y'all had
2: to not leave not and work. do your own thing because. Yeah, do our
1: values. own thing. So and have just like been f- friends. That yeah, absolutely. We are sisters. That is my blog. Ff. I'm. I'm riding till the wheels fall off with my Chimay. Like that's it. So it is wonderful just to watch everybody blossom and grow, and to just prove all the the, you know haters and naysayers wrong. Like we're not going to be at odds with each other. We are. We're going to be friends. We're going to support each other. Y'all can do what you want, but we doing. So I love it.
2: I love it. I'm just love glad to be at the table now. Like I didn't know all that. that so, <laughs> I nah, so. so
0: actually, I, her <laughs> um, the buzz on HR, that was like one of my first features ever. Like it was one of the wow. first places that I had ever contributed to an article. It was like a big deal for me at the time, you know, and she was just so cool. And back then we all were writing under pen names. So you didn't know who was who, right? Like wow. at all. So I didn't know whether she was a woman or a man.
1: Gotcha. That's right, because I was still Buzz Rooney. <laughs> yeah, because she, she was Buzz
0: Rooney, and so when like, I found I out, Rooney. I was like, "She's a black girl!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I love it.
1: laughs> like
0: this is amazing.
1: It. That's what's up.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So, what'd you guys think about this whole neural tech stuff?
1: Yo, I just it reminds like when you started talking about it reminded me of like that movie Limitless when you started talking about the people wanting to um wanting to, you know, improve their intelligence. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, there there's a reason why we evolve slowly. And I think trying to accelerate that just has so many dangerous for the person you know as an individual and then the amount of data we collect already to think that now we could be collecting neurological data and what do we do with that and we how, how, they we go find a way to use it to oppress people. So <laughs> how do we get out in front of that yeah. Yeah. to make sure that you know, black and brown people don't end up more disenfranchised um, and marginalized than they already are as we start to make this shift? Like listening to you, you know, the, the developers of the technology right now, the group you were talking about, you know, they're Nigerian, they're Indian. Yeah, so but Wakanda, who it's is, like a Wakanda yeah. situation, I feel. Yeah. That I feel like but it's only a matter of time for people come trying to steal your vibranium though, you know? So right. I yeah. It, it it all it it sounds super, you know, science fiction and, and very, you know, a lot of potential for good. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But there's always those you know misuses, and I just feel like there's a lot of, of room for that. so I'm, I'm, it's, it's a trend to keep watching because it's the next level. like all of this stuff that we're doing with AI and home automation and wearable tech, at some point they're going to want you to, to swallow something or you know right. insert. I remember reading an article not mm-hmm. long ago about that that job. I forget where it was, but they had they were chipping people in order to supposedly get access to areas of the building. And then come to find out they were actually like tracking their movements outside of work. And a woman got fired being somewhere she wasn't supposed to be, or at least in the company's opinion, somewhere she wasn't supposed to be behind a microchip that they had stuck in her neck or something. So it's all of that kind of stuff. And now you got my thoughts and other things that's going on in my body. Oh, just the potential for misuse and abuses is huge.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely, I agree. I feel like we can't handle text data of that magnitude currently, let alone neurological data, right? So Mm
1: -hmm. you
2: look at, um, all right, I'm going to use the Kevin Hart situation, right? This is something that happened years ago, he already apologized for. It cost him the Oscars today, because everyone didn't know about the fact that he had already apologized for it, right? Mm But they were able to skew it because they say these are his real tweets. even though he has said a million times he doesn't think that way, he says that he's grown as a person, so forth and so on. what ends up happening is you have this hard evidence even if he did apologize on the same medium and platform, whoever wants to focus on that negative thing can and I don't I see that being augmented with this feeling um, neurotech. Uh, it's gonna be a situation where, You know, almost the same thing, except you go, man, these are your thoughts. How many thoughts do you have, like, in a day that you don't actually let come out of your mouth? And now all of those looks that you have, your job will be able to kind of monitor and know. And, like, that's, uh, I don't know. I mean, so as a researcher, it's really cool. And I can understand working in that space, just being excited about having something done, focusing mostly on the positive but whenever you have this kind of technology there's going to be someone even if they pretend that they're there for their good that's going to be looking at how can they monetize it this is a weapon um whether it's for hr or whether it's for actual warfare um it's a weapon and so it it won't be very long before it becomes taken over and and policed i mean even the internet is becoming super privatized now like i can't watch all of my favorite movies on an aggregator like Netflix anymore because Disney realized that they're not getting a piece of the pie. Um, The internet is being really weirdly divvied up, right? And net neutrality has been pretty much abolished, uh, more or less, because cable companies are like, man, these young kids are making Netflix and Facebook. And I think they were saying like Netflix is... I want to say like a third or some, uh, don't quote me on the exact, I think it's like 30% of all the US internet traffic right now. Mm -hmm. And so you have these companies that are like, we're getting any piece of this, we've got to change up the game. So whenever you create new technologies in a way where there can be gatekeepers, you're going to have some kind of danger. And I know like Elon Musk and a couple other guys are saying like stuff like AI needs to be open sourced, especially if you're starting to talk about these brain replicators, because so many things have happened already. Um, there have been a couple of instances where, with AI, um, they've trained two computers to communicate with each other in the most efficient way ever, and they tried to put the safety protocol that had to be in, in English or in human readable language. And even in that, the computers figured out ways to create a code using like i five to mean something and the word the four times to mean something Mm -hmm. and they had to actually pull the plug because they weren't able to understand what the computers were saying to each other and this has happened in a couple of different labs already so even when we set up these pretend uh things i mean i feel like it's going to be like a combo of like i robot and uh you know what i mean And, and and like terminator
0: yeah, I, I mean, I think my, cons- my concern is like now it's like, because, and you know this, well, we talk about this all the time because of our startup experience. Everything mm-hmm. is about, you know, how, how, what's the next big thing and how much money can I pour into it, right? So suddenly you find these sectors with millions, if not billions of money being poured into it. We get way, way down the pipe way down the pike of making these things and then we start to realize like oops what about these moral concerns oops ethical concerns Mm -hmm. and now now we want to talk about governance of course right like even if we talk about blockchain for instance Mm -hmm. still something that's in the works but we let it get way down the pike and it's only now only like last year that countries, you know, like here started saying, well wait, hold up. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. looking like it's gonna threaten Treasury or something. Treasury. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, we gotta yeah. get some governance mm-hmm. around it, you know? And yeah. like, why aren't we talking about the governance before we start pouring money in it? Or why aren't we looking at what makes most sense from an ethical standpoint before we go down these roads? Like it's like break the rules, then come up with the ethical standard.
1: Yeah, I hate that because I just think that's so backwards. Like we, the ethics have to be a factor the entire way, whether it's whatever, whenever we're making evolution and and transitions in terms of the technology we use, I just, I wish we as a a people, a human, you know, race who wants to advance and, and feel like we're immortal to some extent. I just wish that we would, do a better job of of those ethical considerations earlier in the processes and making sure that we as we're going along with these developments are putting the safeguards in place to make sure we're not you know it's it makes it difficult for the evil to seep in you know over what the thing was intended to do but instead we will wait until stuff is completely out of control, or very close to being completely out of control, or is threatening to collapse some other really important thing like blockchain and the treasury. Like y'all didn't see this coming. And I just because the rest of us did, like the rest of us was like, Oh, wow, this is this can completely revolutionize the way money works. And if we're not going to do that, with neurological advances in technology and how we test and track people like we what the hell have we learned from all of these lessons that you know we've supposedly already been taught with with all of these other debacles it's just it's like we get smarter but we still but common sense still ain't common we still we still don't catch on to that other stuff no and I, I think, think
2: go,
0: ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead
2: go ahead go ahead go ahead.
0: No, and I was gonna say, you know, from a very, I mean, not to be religious or anything like that, but still, you know, there's there's this we we overlook the fact that like perhaps just maybe whatever is responsible for our existence, whatever you believe, doesn't really want for us to tap into these things. Like maybe we're just like stepping our toe into things that we ought not to right and like these were discussions i mean we were having i was having discussions like this in the early 2000s when i took bioethics but at that time we were merely talking about you know genetic engineering and biotech right that was like the the precipice of when that started hitting market and stuff like that now we've far exceeded that, you know, and the same considerations are the same. It's like, no matter what you tap into or what you believe, like, at what point do we say to ourselves, like, perhaps there's a reason. Maybe we just shouldn't, right? Doesn't matter what the market's going to look like. Maybe we just shouldn't. Like, there are these um eye contacts that they they're starting to prototype mm-hmm. that are supposed to be like black mirror the show or one of those shows mm-hmm. where basically nothing you see is exactly like we would be accustomed to seeing right it's like you'd be able to walk up on somebody and it would say that's paul mcnair he went to school at blah blah blah, blah. he lives at this address like you know, yeah. and at that level of perception, and I'm one of those people that believes in the powers that be, and then, and then, and then, what am I going to see? Am I prepared for this? I don't know that I'm prepared to see these things. I don't know about, yeah. like, yeah. let me pray and not, and know that they're there and not see. I don't know that I'm ready to see. I don't want to see mm. I don't know.
2: I think, I mean... I think that what, what's going to happen, too, um, which will be really interesting, is you're going to see more ethics pro, um, ethics courses in these engineering programs and things of that nature. Because, like mm-hmm. like you said, so bioethics and biology, I think, and psychology and things of that nature, uh, a lot of social sciences, they really do stress up. Like, I mean, I went through, I don't know how many years of school. I have not taken an ethics class to this day. So anything I do is cool, Woo! it's up to my judgment. Um,
0: <laughs> right. but,
2: also, but, but I also think that part of it too comes from the type of people that do create these technologies are often uh, things people and not people people. Yeah. So you become enamored with the field because you really love the thing. You love not having to be around people. You love not having to think about people.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to know yeah, sure. if
2: I press this button, if I can get this electric <laughs> current to do a thing. I want to, oh, I figured that out. What's the next step? And so it's very, so what can I do? What can I do? And not necessarily, how does it affect? I've been in courses and a situation where, um, so I started off as like a pure math major before I got into all this applied stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had a math teacher, she would teach us some stuff in calculus and then say, uh, and then we kind of stop here because we're just mathematicians. And uh, I think engineers do something with it, but this is our part. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that this idea of these silos, as we're getting more interdisciplinary, we have to do a better job of also spreading those, um, those ethics cross um, disciplines especially in those where it hasn't really been the focus because when you think this is, this is our part, my part is just to make AI happen. My part is just to make the chip that does the thing. There's going to be another person that come later. If we don't start training everyone to think holistically in terms of the entire system, um, it's going to get really, really scary. I mean, that's why we have uh, um, government that's now thinking about what is what is privacy and you have people thinking about it that don't fully understand the technology that they're making the laws about um and i, I know this last election round there are a lot of younger people and more diverse people which was really cool and i think that that's as we start seeing a wider or a more diverse Senate and, and government we're going to be able to see Lost change in a really effective a better more effective way um because if you have somebody who's supposed to hold zuckerberg uh feet to the fire on privacy but they don't understand that facebook made all of its money off of ads like that what what how are we going to really govern how are we going to set these things in place so um it's going to be interesting to see how this next generation that's growing up in a newly segmented technological uh, world um, is going to be able to operate and what kind of partnerships come from that and what kind of rules and what they see Um, because it's very different than our world you know like I think I was among the last to like play outside you know yeah Uh, and so Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things where I think I have a lot of the tech there but my little cousins remember a world where cell phones didn't always have unlimited data plans, right? right. Not even unlimited text, right, not right. even 10 cents cents Eve, but just. And so the next generation, of course, I would talk to things. They're going to watch those clap on, clap off things. Like, why would you why work so hard?
0: Right. Alexa, it's Alexa, in the my house. Yeah. I just yeah. got in yeah. there. Alexa, Google her. Home fire cube over the holiday and um my daughter's learning prime numbers and Mm -hmm. hell if look it all comes back eventually but i was like girl you have to give mommy a second that's a long time ago she Mm -hmm. was not satisfied for the time that i needed to dig in the archives she's like i'm gonna ask alexa and she just goes downstairs she goes alexa is 34 a prime number and she goes no it is not I was like, well, tell Alexa thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> That's tech for <Yeah>. good. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see that aspect, and I'm excited to see how it forces us to grow um, as people, uh, because... Just social media and this large storage of data has forced people to have very real conversations about a lot of topics because you can't hide from things right like 1015 years ago. What happened to um, whatever happened ten years prior to that, that was it. You know, you got away with it. You got away
1: with it. And not no now more. Now we have internet. Remembers everything. Internet remembers it definitely everything. has to shots off
0: of Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I mean, it's
2: cool, but it's it's scary too because you know now your kids they don't really get to have that same learn and not be held accountable for the just growing up. You know
1: right i hope we become more forgiving about stuff like that though like i hope that you know we do recognize that just like we had age-appropriate fun but we didn't have the internet you got to let these kids who who do live in in the snapchat you know twitter age and 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 are coming up that you got to let them have their space to do what kids do And give them some measure of forgiveness in that as well. I hope, you know, I hope we've all, I think, you know, the conversation surrounding how you apologize and how you make amends when you do something stupid, you know, we got room as far as Mm -hmm. that goes. But I do hope that we give these kids a chance because the pressure to be publicly perfect is not something that we want to, put on the either, you know, this idea that you can never say a wrong thing, you could never do a wrong thing, and that it's somehow going to ruin you forever um, if you do. I don't think we want that. You know, that's not, you know, we don't want the pendulum to swing there either. So I, I hope we find a way to, to do better um, and just educate people. I, my kids are, you know, middle school age now. They take, um, as a part of their health curriculum, Um, about responsible social media use Um, they're super embarrassed that their mom is is speaking on that at career day (laughs) super embarrassed (laughs) so you know yeah they mad they already mad my son is like what you coming to my school as a speaker yeah he he wants no parts of it um but yeah i mean i you know i think it's great that they're they're talking to them about it but i think you also have to recognize they're going to do stupid stuff anyway because that's what kid, kids do stupid stuff so yeah. i hope we find a way to to teach them how to be responsible but then also leave them room to act age appropriately so agree.
0: Oh, this was great i'm what? excited this is fun i like this we so smart i'm just gonna throw that out there like <laughs> yeah. i'm
1: just, so smart. I'm just wow.
2: like damn i feel like i'm at the big table i feel what? so grown and, right now I'm About to the lie. best
1: part about it is that we threw this together in uh in what in an igdm in a, IGDM. In a right. yeah in a igdm yeah, yeah. exchange over like 10 minutes like let's do That's this true. let's do this and, and how we and doing, doing it? Off. Yeah, it was it. You know, sometimes it don't take all that to just put together a, a quick burst of brilliance. I love it. This is dope. Yeah,
2: this, this is. I'm excited, and I'm ready for next week.
0: Yeah, that's you. That's that's yes. that's your I'm thing. I'm gonna wear a
2: suit next week. I'm, okay, I'm not gonna wear a whole suit. I'm gonna wear like a tie from this, this week. Y'all this don't know what I'm wearing <laughs> Y'all can't see. That I'm gonna come in. I'm being full professor mode. I'm only gonna respond to Dr. McNeil. be I
0: can't even I, <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> so like, nah, it's definitely um it's 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 it has to be discussed, especially for us in HR. I feel like that's a new that's a thing this year is this cybersecurity thing. I'm Not excited. To be talking about
2: that. I told I told y'all I pretend to be a HR tech person for real now because of y'all's uh <laughs> our interactions. You might uh it's really funny because yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, Man, you like really on this HR game? I'm like, Yep, and I shoot, what are you like a quick <laughs> question? Hey, how do I say this? And I and then I like go in super confident to actually. <laughs> looking at the entire life cycle of
0: <laughs> I've trained you so well, <laughs> my so good awesome.
2: people. <laughs> yeah. oh, it, it's it's really cool. I love I love technology. I love this space, and um, and yeah, it's it's been really really in- amazing. Like, I'm really glad that I met y'all.
0: It was divinely orchestrated. It was and, meant to be. Facts. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of the Ask Serena Live After Show and join us next week after Asarena Serena Live for more smart banter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> All right, everybody. I have a good night. <laughs> Bye. All right. Good
0: night. Bye.
1: Bye. Good night. Bye.